You're listening to the Mind Takeaway podcast with your hosts Mira and Peter. In our quest to help create a world without inequality, poverty and more, we share insights gained through our work about leadership, psychology and creativity. You will also hear conversations with ordinary people who do extraordinary things due to their increased awareness, curiosity and intuition, plus their deep connection with others. Welcome to another micro or macro episode of the Mind Takeaway podcast. Welcome. Today we wanted to explore what makes a great leader. Actually, last week I met some interesting companies, really forward-thinking, changing their industries in terms of technology and just the way they think about supporting and looking after and developing and growing their people. And one of their employees asked me a really great question. They said, what are some of the things that can get in the way of becoming a great leader? So these are three of the things that we thought were useful to explore today. There are many other skills, experiences and attributes that can make up someone becoming a great leader. Or if you were a team and you had a great leader, you may or may not see some of these skills being developed or demonstrated. And these are the kind of traits that you would see. So these three things are, I would say we, we, we talk about them quite often with our clients, would you say, Mira? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So we'll start with the first one, which is fear and being comfortable with your emotions. And not just your emotions, just your thoughts and why do you think the way you think. And the more that leaders reflect on these things and become a connoisseur of their feelings and emotions, this is when it can be really impactful. And you can get really good results. Yeah. So one of the biggest things that gets in the way of being a good leader is is fear. And and as Peter said, not being comfortable with your emotions. The other thing is not listening to your team, not listening to the people around you. And a third thing is being inauthentic. So what makes a good leader is opposite from that. It's being comfortable, being uncomfortable. You know, we cannot, we are human beings. Fear is a very normal thing for us to experience. Actually, any emotion is a very normal for us to experience. So it is being comfortable with the, these emotions, understanding them, knowing what, what is their purpose uh, and uh, how to deal with them, not acting on them. And um, the more we are comfortable with our emotions, we create safer environments in ourselves and allowing other people to be themselves, to do their best work, and, um, and that what really makes a really makes a good leader. Also, one of the reasons why we say being comfortable, being uncomfortable is one of the biggest things for leaders is because everything else depends of that. Uh, your ability to listen to others depends of that. Your ability to act depends of that, how you act, what you create, what's your impact, uh, are you being authentic or not? It all depends of your, whether you're comfortable being in the uncomfortable feeling in the moment. And quite often leaders believe that being uncomfortable or having uncomfortable feelings are to be avoided. 
But what if we were to tell you that that's where the impact lives, that's where the growth is? Because once you realize that day to day, you will sometimes feel uncomfortable just as much as you can feel comfortable and anything in, you know, on the spectrum, <laughs> anything in between. And it's just a normal daily thing. It's a normal part of being what it is to be human. So if you actually try and avoid that, you're actually dehumanizing yourself as a leader and it actually makes it much harder to connect with your team. It's harder to develop trust or psychological safety because if you can't be comfortable being uncomfortable in yourself, then how can you expect your team to grow and learn from their mistakes and reflect on what they can do next, you know, and be vulnerable enough to even go there in the first place and go through these uncomfortable feelings for themselves as a team. And it actually helps with creativity and collaboration because it's deeply uncomfortable when you can't resolve a problem. But that's actually where the juice is because, you know, you probably heard the saying, I've just hit a brick wall, I've drawn a blank. That's the starting point of the creative journey for you to find an innovative solution. And the next bit is, um, the next skill attribute or um, thing we would like to see more of in, in leaders is the ability to listen to understand, as Mira said before. And this isn't active listening because, again, I'm not to knock active listening, but if, if it's yet another tool and technique that a leader has to use, then that can quite often get in the way of you actually deeply listening, giving your gift of your focus and attention and your time to your team. So, for example, if you're in a one-to-one -one and you really want to build trust and create a safe environment and be able to connect on a deeper level with your with someone, whether it's a peer, uh, a colleague, or one of your team members, then the best thing you can do is give them the gift of deep listening, which is simply just listening with no need to reply, just allowing your mind to think whatever you think, but not trying to force having a, you know, something to say, like I must, for example, in the past, I used to think that I needed to be three steps ahead. So I would always think of something clever to say, or, you know, I must say something impactful because I'm the boss, but actually that can get in the way of connection too. So when we say listen to understand, it's really listening with no, nothing else other than to just deeply listen to that person as much as you can. And then once you've had that interaction, you'll know what to say next. And it's okay when you're deeply listening to someone to have these pockets of silence. And I know silence can quite often feel uncomfortable between two people having a chat or even in a group. But actually, again, this is where the growth, this is where the juice is. Because when there is silence, that's when there's deep reflection and deep connection happening underneath. And quite often, if we fill the void with what we call tap dancing, where you're just saying stuff for the sake of being uncomfortable and just filling, you know, taking up the oxygen in the room, that can actually take away from the impact of that person having an insight, you know, because if you jump in, they, it might stop them from saying whatever they were going to say, and then they could lose the train of thought and then everyone loses the focus and it be, you know, it can quite often become a bit of a mess. And also, uh, when we, you know, often in conversations, we are focusing on what person is saying but not really fully paying attention to them, how they're saying it, what else are they communicating? Because communication happens on many different levels, not just words. You know, communication happens through emotions that we are uh, showing, micro-emotions that we are not even noticing. Communication happens, happens through gestures, happens through it's a body communication. So it really, when you, when you're, you're listening to understand, when you're fully present with person, you're able 
to notice all of that. And because you don't have nothing on your mind, you can, you know, your mind is then able to feed that information to you in a, in a way of insight, in a way of, oh, okay, I'm actually curious what is going on with that person. I'm, I'm not just, you know, as we do often in active listening, I want to confirm if I've heard what they said right. But here you get, it, it's a deeper level of curiosity where you go, I'm curious what else is going on here. And so it is really interesting what happens. But for that, as we said, the first thing, we really need to be comfortable being uncomfortable because it's not something that we are used to doing. And especially when we start, it, it's not always, you know, when we do work, workshops. Usually when we do this kind of exercise, most people go, oh, that wasn't really comfortable, which is what we expect. So the last thing we wanted to explore is being authentic and authenticity in leadership. What we notice is quite innocently, it gets confused and people think that it's actually a negative, you know, well, if people are being the self in work, then they're going to be imp- uh, going to be unprofessional. They're not going to care, this, that, and the other. But what we mean is the opposite. So if you're in a role of being a leader or for an employee for that matter, because, you know, you don't have to have a position of power to be a great leader. When you act from a space of being authentically yourself, what we mean by that is that if you're trying to copy someone else and wear a mask and you're being inauthentic, then people cannot connect with you. It actually, from what we've seen, it it takes up double the amount of effort and energy to copy someone else instead of just being your default state, which is you. We quite often meet people who are just so uncomfortable being themselves that they've forgotten what it is to be themselves underneath. But it's just being whatever it is that allows you to be safe, allows you to be seen and feel valued, but also not to dim your light. And we see so many leaders could have probably 50% more impact if they just allow themselves to be a bit more vulnerable and share about what authentically makes them themselves. You know, like I said before, this has not been uh, unprofessional because you don't have to wear a mask or a, a different hat to become the leader that you deserve to be. All great leaders through history, all of the great leaders that we interact with, that we resonate with, that we see they're doing a great job and have an impact and creating trust and creating inclusive cultures are all being authentically themselves. And you can copy people when you're learning. This is normal. I know I did. You know, if you look up to someone and think, wow, I would love to be able to copy some of those wonderful positive behaviors. But we also see people being inauthentic in leadership quite often in organizations where they're copying the opposite where they're copying toxic behavior and that is also inauthentic so what we're pointing at is just really having the courage to share uniquely whatever it is that makes you yeah it's the and and the simple one of the reasons why is because you we waste so much energy and we 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 get so we put so much inten- attention on, you know, how we're being perceived. Are we doing right? Are we, you know, we're trying to be somebody else. So the attention that we should be giving to people around us, attention into creating something de- depends on what you do, is being lost on trying to create this idea about who we should be, you know. And so that's one of the reasons why being authentic is really important. The other thing with authenticity that goes together is vulnerability. And that's really just being honest about who you are. It's it's about being honest with your thoughts and feelings in that moment. And it doesn't mean 
You know, I need to go out and share with everybody that I'm scared right now. What you need to be is being honest with yourself first and foremost. And and then again, you know, we go back to being comfortable, being uncomfortable, being okay with being uncomfortable so that you don't have to act on it. So I hope this has been useful, insightful. This has uh, maybe even made you a bit more curious about what makes a great leader. And obviously there are, there's many other things we could have included, but we just thought we'd start off with these three for now. And as usual, let us know your thoughts and feelings. You know, what do you think gets in the way of becoming a great leader? We'd love to hear from you. And thanks for listening. Bye. You made it to the end of this episode. Thank you for listening. Are you looking for one-on-one coaching? Do you want to develop your leadership skills? Would you like to improve your team's performance? Drop us an email at info at We would love to help you.